from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Now the, the Bryceometer at its highest, if you are the most confident you could be, we call that the going to be forever young portion. If you drop down a little bit further, it's BOA Stadium, not Bank of America, Bryce of America. A little bit further, that's my quarterback. A little bit further, there's no way he's 5'10". A little bit further down, is Cam available? The answer to that question is yes, by the way. Uh, (laughs) He's podcasting. Um, No disrespect to podcasters, though. I am one. Um, The Bryceometer, I pushed it all the way down to on the edge of no way he's 5'10", and is Cam available? This is in part. This is for a few reasons. One, I understand that uh, Bryce Young doesn't have the best supporting cast. He doesn't have a um, um, like a like a Mr. Gibbs high draft pick quarterback from Detroit or uh, uh, Bijan Robinson or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But what he does have is a mind that is supposed to be you don't make the same mistake twice, right? That's what we've heard. The, the thing that is most concerning for me and the reason why I am not as confident now as I was at the beginning, and we started with it right in the middle, is because the same mistake twice, three times, four times, right? The, the same mistake over and over again is the, the difficult situation to be in, right? I'm fine with a lack of production. I don't want to actually (laughs) rewind, right? I'm not fine with a lack of production, but I can understand a lack of production given the situation, right? You don't have a number one wide receiver. Your play caller is being a little little challenged, right? Quite frankly, sometimes the defense is just more talented than your offense. So I'm fine if the production isn't there, but I need you to... Learn your lessons, okay? And right, like, by the way, follow us on YouTube at ninety nine nine the fan on YouTube. Uh, I read your comments, and and there's a lot of like, oh, it's too early, right? I, I talked earlier about how he's not progressing the way I'd want to see him progress, and the comments are four games in. How ridiculous is this? Three games in, but four for the team. He's four games since he drafted. Technicality. Um, and and my response to that is. So we don't we, we we just ignore the first four games are, are like purgatory. They're 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 the wild, wild west. Nothing you have to we have three games to go off of that he played in. I'm gonna evaluate those three games. And if the mistakes you make in game three are similar and or worse to the mistakes you make in game one, we're just supposed to ignore that. Which by the way, your your career is a pretty unbelievable success if you start two hundred games. Right? Four games, two percent of that. Yeah, that's not a small amount of like that's like two percent is two percent, right? And we're not talking milk. That that's that's a good um, like we have to evaluate it. We have no choice but to evaluate it. And evaluating his play, it's just not what I was expecting. Now I had high expectations. Is that unfair of a number one overall pick that no. you traded up to go get? Let's be clear on what this trade might end up being, okay? I wrote it down here to make sure that I do not uh, 
quite frankly, mess it up. As we can, I mean, it, it gets pretty brutal. Uh, the Panthers, depending on how high their draft pick is that they send to the Chicago Bears, it's realistic that they traded Caleb Williams, DJ Moore, Jalen Carter, and two seconds for Bryce Young. Because the pick they traded to Chicago ended up going to Philly. They drafted Jalen Carter. Yeah. They traded DJ Moore along with it. Mm-hmm. They traded the their first round pick in this year, which as of right now is number two, could easily get up to number one. That would be Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. And then in addition to that, two second round picks. Hmm. That's the expectation on Bryce Young right now. And even if let's say that it's not Caleb Williams, let's let let's see if this sounds any better. Uh, to get Bryce Young, they may have traded DJ Moore, Jalen Carter, two second round picks, and Marvin Harrison Jr. Does that sound better? And the number one tackle off the board—that's if it drops to five, six, seven in the draft—and mm-hmm. the number one corner in the draft. That's why my expectations for Bryce are so high. That's why my confidence is I need you to be some kind of superhero because they spent all like you were a superhero to go trade up and get you. That's what it is. So it, it's it's not like, I, am I hard on him? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, I'll get ahead of this. Am I jealous of him? Heck yeah. Give me his career all day, every day. Guy's got a Heisman, a national championship ring, and he was the number one overall pick with the bank bank account to match. Like, I think it's okay for us to be tough on him. I'm not throwing him out with the bathwater. I'm not moving on. I'm not saying the Panthers should consider moving on. I'm saying as of right now, my confidence is significantly less than it was going into game one, and we started with this meter in the middle. So if if, <laughs> if I need to be significantly less, I got I to gotta move it significantly backwards. Yeah. It's, it's, by the way, I'll I'll say this. This is the lowest I'll go before it's a catastrophe. Well, yeah. Like if we go, like, is Cam available? Kind of a joke. But to me, if you start getting down below this, you're getting down to the, maybe he's not going to pan out into ways we thought he would rather than like, maybe he needs a lot more seasoning. That's where I'm at right now. I'm at the, he needs more seasoning in the NFL than I thought he was going to. I'm not going down to the part where I'm like, maybe it's not not going to work out there. I'm not there yet, and I won't go there unless we see something tremendously drastic. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
Carlos Boozer joins the show. Uh, his book, Every Shot Counts, came out yesterday, a memoir of resilience by Carlos Boozer with a foreword by Coach K. Carlos, thank you very much for for taking the time to jump on the show. I I, uh, I saw your book starts all the way at the beginning, your your childhood, uh, Juno, Alaska. So I'm going to start there. Uh, when you started getting recruited heavily and becoming a big prospect, were there any good stories of seeing these these college coaches that we're used to seeing in a very prim and proper shirt and tie, having to trek up to Juno to maybe uh, make a pitch in your living room? <laughs> Thanks for having me on the show. No, nah, it is it is a bit of a hike to get to Juno, Alaska, especially if you're coming from Durham, North Carolina, like Coach K did. Um, some other coaches came from other places as well, but it, it's a little bit of a hike. You know, you got to fly all the way to Seattle. Um, and then fly a two-hour flight from Seattle up to Juneau, unless you have a private plane. So definitely <laughs> a hell of a hike from the East Coast. Uh, you have uh, twin sons that are kind of in the thick of their recruiting now, five-star recruits down in Florida. You ever let them know how nice they have it in South Florida versus your prep career in Alaska? Oh, my – all the time. I'm like, <laughs> can I, I can't even imagine growing up around palm trees as a kid. I probably would have lost my mind. So – they have a lot more maturity and poise than I would have had as a, as a teenager. But I'll tell you what, man, I'll take my hat off to them. They're in a different landscape than I was. The social media world, every time they play a game, they go viral. Viral wasn't even a word when I was growing up. So I take my hat off to my kids. Uh, Carlos Boozer connecting with us on the Heaster Automotive Group hotline. Check out his book, Every Shot Counts, out yesterday. Um, like I said, it kind of takes through the, – the book takes everybody through your, your whole story – Part of that, the, the the two Olympics, including the Redeem team that won Olympic gold in 08. Uh, Coach K, I have to assume, gave you a whole bunch of special treatment because you were the only the only Duke player on that team with LeBron and Kobe and everyone else? <laughs> special treatment. Coach is an equal opportunist, so he gives everybody the same amount of love. And I'll tell you, that team was special, man. We, in 04, um, we were kind of fragmented, right? We had the older group with, like, AI and Steph and Tim Duncan, Lamar Odom. Sean Mary and those guys. And then we had the young squad, the young gunners like myself, LeBron, Amari, D-Wade, and Melo. And we didn't play a lot. All the older guys played for Larry Brown. We didn't get a lot of minutes. So to have an opportunity to go back out there, redeem ourselves, get some redemption, play against the world's best, and win a gold medal uh, means a lot to us. So, so so much of the the basketball discussion, I'm sure you're aware of it, is debating eras, debating goats, debating who's better uh, you have some some up close and personal interactions with a whole bunch of goats from from coaches to players and and uh, teams and 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 one a lot of them you participated in. Uh, you would be on that goat side, but but when it comes to LeBron and Kobe on that team, what were they like as teammates? As one of the only people that uh, got to be a teammate with both of them at the same time? Oh, it was it was magical, man. Like you know, Kobe was so serious, um, especially when it came to basketball. He was so locked in. And then LeBron, like I think like Kobe was the best player at, in the game at that time, and LeBron was coming. And then there was like this, who's going to be better, you know, Kobe, LeBron, when will LeBron take the torch kind of thing from Kobe. And on that team, Kobe, Kobe was, he let his guard down, man. He became just one of the guys. You know, I think LeBron let him in with some jokes, you know, behind the scenes and, and made, it, made him feel but the ice was broken early. And those two guys were special, man. They could defend anybody. They could they could score against anybody. They set the tone for our team, and they led us to gold. We're talking with Carlos Boozer, Duke basketball legend, here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. Uh, was it, you know, I, I think back to your, your national championship college team, and obviously that's not an all-star collection, but when you throw yourself, 
Battier, J. Will, Dunleavy, all all on one team. Duhan in in his younger years. Um, is is there an, like how you like? Do you ever become used to just being like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm the ACC tournament MVP. I'm a stud, but I got to feed this guy. Or uh, and in the when you're on the redeem team, right? I'm I'm an all star in my own right, but hey, right now I have to feed uh, Braun or Kobe or whoever else it, it is. What is your experience playing on those assemblies of talent that are just so enormous? That was awesome, man. I mean, I think the best players I've been around, they want to win. And if you can make that easier and easier, then that's the goal. So great job by Coach K recruiting all my teammates, obviously. You know, Shane Batty being Mr. Basketball in Michigan, Jay Will in Jersey, and uh, Dougie B out in Oregon, myself in Alaska, and so on and so forth. I think it's, I think the same thing happened with the Olympic team. You had 12 of the best players on the planet. You know, in the NBA, we're all all-stars. Some of these guys are MVPs, world champions, and they put us all together and we get a chance to really go out and show the world that we're the tops in basketball. What, what, I think you're going you're gonna to find something similar come next year. I've already heard Kevin Durant say he's down to mm. be on the team. Seth Curry's down to be on the team. Devin Booker, LeBron. So it, you're going to see something very similar in Paris next year. Was there a lot of competition for Mr. Basketball Alaska? Who like do you remember who was who was the runner up? I do not remember the runner up. No. <laughs> uh, I do not. But I'll tell you, you know what it is? Alaska obviously we're known for I did a ride. A lot of mm-hmm. hockey players go pro in hockey. For sure. There's a really good basketball culture there that people don't know about because they're so used to the individuality of it. Obviously Trajan Langdon kind of paved the way for me and then I opened it up and, and then Mario Chalmers came later. So there's, a lot, there's only a couple individual, but there's a great, rich basketball tradition up in Alaska. Uh, one of my favorite stories is is one you tell about uh, the the music legend Prince rent, renting your house, and and I you've said it on on plenty of podcasts and shows, so I won't ask you to say it again, but I will encourage everybody to just Google Prince Carlos Boozer. You will not be disappointed. Uh, <laughs> um, and and that's that, like just a tease, but but obviously that story shows the type of uh, stories and anecdotes you can tell in your book. Do you have another? Because I, I you know I don't want to miss another great celebrity story because we're always just asking about the Prince story. What other celebrities have you crossed paths with that maybe aren't basketball players that you saw at an All Star Weekend or something else? No, I mean I've been very fortunate to be around a lot of a lot of different guys and different past, whether it's singers or actors or actresses or musicians or what have you. Um, the Prince story is very unique. As, as he went to my house out, you can get the book and or look it up on mm-hmm. Google, like you said. But you know, very fortunate in my career to be able to be around some spectacular people in, the, in their walk of life. I think maybe the most famous person after MJ and Obama uh, that I was able to meet was, was probably Oprah. Mm. But uh, I don't. I don't quite have a story like the Prince story with all the other friends I have. <laughs> uh, I was. I was going to say, if, if Oprah's staying in your house, then your house must be something super serious. <laughs> uh, uh, quickly here before we let you go, right? I mentioned you're a McDonald's All American. You, your your sons are moving on that same uh, same path as as five star recruits, a couple of the best high school basketball players in the country. You mentioned it's a different world for them. Viral wasn't a thing when when you were playing in, in high school. What is it like seeing the recruiting world from the perspective of the dad rather than the player? Yeah, it's pretty awesome, man. I mean, the same guys that were recruiting me are now recruiting my son. It's pretty, it's pretty unique, pretty cool. And I, and I think also for them, I'm just, I'm really proud. I'm really proud of them for being able to 
just navigate through this landscape with social media and the NIL and, you know, college transports and all of that kind of stuff. But um, they're, they're, they're open. And obviously all this pressure about going to Duke, they're going to go wherever is best for them. You know, they went to Kentucky last weekend and did a great interview, had a great time that weekend with Coach Cal and his staff. They're going to go visit Duke. They're going to go visit uh, Florida and, and Kansas and Michigan and a few other schools. And they're going to they're going to have to wake up at six o'clock in the morning, get their workouts in. They're going to have to be up late at night, two a.m. doing papers. They got to be have the opportunity to choose their own path for themselves. And if it ends up being Duke, that would be amazing. I mean, <laughs> if it ends up being anywhere, it would be amazing. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that relationship goes on their recruiting paths and and see where they decide to go. Did Did you? Think ahead when when you named your your son Cameron that it might add a little bit of extra pressure for him to choose Cameron Indoor as as his uh his home home stadium. It's so funny because when me and Cece named Cameron that we didn't expect him to go to Duke and and be a top basketball player, but mm-hmm. it would be one hell of a story if it ended up that way. And and last one for you, uh, how crazy are the NIL conversations to you as somebody that was on a very popular college basketball team? And it's probably hard not to think back to what you guys might have, you know, the cars you might have been driving or the uh, off-campus apartments you might have been able to stay in. Uh, how crazy are those NIL conversations when they do visit a place like Kentucky or, or Duke or any of the Blue Bloods? No, I just think for the landscape of, co- of, of, of college sports, I think it's long overdue. You know, there's, there's, the NCAA has been making – billions of dollars off of college athletes for so long. This is an opportunity for those college athletes to reap some of the benefits of their name and image and likeness. And I just think it's long over. Like imagine a guy like Tim Tebow or Zion or, you know, some of these great players that came through the college ranks, um, what they would have made. But, you know, I just think it's, it's about time we had something like this for college athletes across the board. Or, or Carlos Boozer. We'll, we'll, we'll throw you in, in, that, in that category also. Uh, Carlos, we, we appreciate you for stopping by the show. We'll, uh, I can't wait to pick up a book or pick up a, a copy of the book, and uh, we'll keep pumping it out there to everybody here in the Triangle. Thank you so much. Go get it. Every shot counts is out right now. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.